0: So, Sean Six from the Liquid Conversations, and I am here in lovely Philadelphia, and I'm with who? Christopher Majeka.
1: And Lamont, And where are we?
2: We are at Vinyl Altar. It is the uh, largest seller of vinyl, heavy metal, specifically uh, on the East Coast. And unless somebody challenges me, I could go further, but <laughs> we're, sticking with the, we're sticking with the East Coast for now. It's a safe bet there. The fact that you can say that in general in today's society is an oddity,
0: that you still have Agreed. a traditional record shop,
2: and it's metal. Well, that's... Uh, What I'm primarily interested in, I listen to everything, I own all types of music, but as a business, we felt uh, a niche market was the way to go, and I got tired of going to other stores looking for heavy metal, and either there's nothing there, or it's mixed in with the rock, or they actually have a section, but it's five classic rock albums, so it wasn't there, so we decided to give it a whirl and create our own, so here we are. This is really, for the most part,
0: beyond a labor of love. This is you being selfish and saying, I'm going to open a rock shop, I'm going to open a record shop, I'm going to have a store that's going to just cater to what I really...
2: Absolutely. Uh, we are uh, first and foremost fans of the music that we sell, so you can go into a unnamed big box record store that may be pushed by a unnamed big metal magazine, Yeah. Uh, but those people won't have a clue what you're talking about. And A prime example is we've gone in and asked when they said, oh, we have vinyl, and then you go and ask the employees, and they don't even know what vinyl is, They're let alone really sure, having you know the genre we're looking for. So, uh, so when you look back at you being a young metal fan back in the day. Is this something that you've thought about doing? Yes. I worked in a general big box record store in high school, in so a mall. speak from
0: experience on this.
2: Absolutely. I wore a doofy little vest with a name tag on it, and that's actually uh, where we kind of ran into each other, not the first, first time, but early on, when right. she came to see me in my funny vest and whatnot. So, uh, but we sold everything, and I pushed everything. I was a good employee, So, but I liked the idea of working in a music store in general. It beat the heck out of tons of other jobs I have had. It's better have. than, a,
0: as most people say, a real job.
2: Definitely, yeah. <laughs> (laughs) yeah. Yeah, this this isn't, I mean, I'm not going to fool anybody. We are not paying the bills at home with this shop. This is a labor of love. I hope someday it absolutely does pay the bills, but we are not, uh, you know, some big corporate thing where it's, you know, it's making tons of money, but we don't have a lot of that. To speak on that,
0: everybody wants to have, you know, their cake and eat it too. They want to have that job that they're still in love with it. They still feel like every day they go to work, but they're not working. But unfortunately, as we do stuff like that, and I know this directly, sometimes it doesn't pay the bills. Has there ever been a point in your life where you said, "I
2: can't do this because it's not financially sufficient"? Uh, yeah, every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are there are times when I'm in here and I'm staring at the walls, you know, and it's me and the records. Uh, but I'm not hiding anything. I'm 44. I forget my age at times, which is a good thing. I think
0: we all think we're 16. So yeah, we all. Get...
2: Well, I'll, I'll take 18. You know, I would to be legal at least. Okay. <laughs> Okay. But uh, but yeah, I've I've done enough other jobs and I've had you know professional jobs and right. they don't satisfy and. Uh, um, it's a fact that you spend the majority of your life at your job. So if you're going to spend the majority of your life at a job, you should do something you like. That's, that's always been my uh, feeling, and I've tried. I taught art in the public school system for okay. a few years, and Philly is tough. So um, Philly's a tough town in it general. It is in general. I like that it's tough, but um, I thought I had what it takes to be completely honest with you, and I thought I could do this. And you know, I didn't hold out to try to get into a, a different school system, right. and I tried, and the system—it wasn't the—I will be honest—it was not i will be honest it was not The children that I taught. It was the system. It was the system. And it it is not designed to make life easy and I did all I could and I just eventually said this this isn't cutting it. That's so.
0: full on irony right there when you think about it. When you have a school system beat you down that what's fun is doing retail. I mean granted this is a record shop but in general you're selling a product. This is a retail location. Absolutely. I'm super nice to people here. And that is unbelievably tough. You worked in the box store so you understand how dog eat dog that is. How tough that is. You get beat down by a school system.
2: You know like I said it, it comes down to doing something you love and I tried in the past I mean you know to do things that I liked at least so but music has been a passion
0: so you have this opportunity to open a record shop was this a little more difficult than you thought it was going to be
2: absolutely this has been one of the hardest things I have ever done excuse me but uh you know everything anything worth doing takes work uh you know I, like the even the art thing I mean I I have a talent to a level, but right. you have to keep doing it and doing it. And any, any of these musicians that we sell, their stuff here, you know. I saw a great little interview with some local people, and they said, you know, the, the girl being interviewed was talking about how people think she just, like, wakes up and is, like, talented. She's like, no, I spent hours and hours alone playing my guitar. That's how I That's how I got proficient.
0: You know, so. and it's interesting you mentioned that because a lot of people have this concept about I shouldn't have to pay for music.
2: This is your business. Okay? You're
0: selling music. You have to buy it to put it in the shop, and then you sell it to a customer that comes in but a lot of people now because of the industry and how easy it is to make music whether it's good or not it's a different story but for people to make music is is an easy thing because of technology that kind of demeans the idea of making it profitable you have to you have to monetize it to a certain extent so people downloading music you know it's like well you know i get a song for free or i get a whole album for free because i shared it with whatever i mean for us you know living in massachusetts you know the whole idea of napster that's where people started to think differently about how music was really kind of exchanged back and forth between people. You're doing an old school idea, whether it's CDs, whether it's albums, whether you know it's something. I mean, you could be selling eight tracks. We have eight tracks. There
2: you go. It cassettes. Yeah, I don't have any reel to reels at the moment, but I've had some. You're working on it. Right? I had some. Oh, you I have just, some. I don't have any at the moment. That's all.
0: I mean, would would that even be? You know, would <laughs> would people really even come in for that? They wouldn't come in for it, but the people that see it here, they'd be like, oh, That's a, a whole have thing. A, yeah, they,
2: we you know we are unique obviously for the fact that we specialize in what we specialize. Hard rock heavy metal to be a broad loose term. Right. It doesn't mean there's there's not other stuff here because there is. Right. Um, but there are just people. We're in a touristy area for Philadelphia so there are people that just kind of wander in that did not look for us and sometimes it's just so they're catches int- their eye. are
0: intrigued by your logo
2: out front. Sure, What's you know? Vine Walter? There's some skeletons in the windows holding records though uh, some other places have adopted that look. Yeah and, and to you know, pay attention to the inside of this place everything's painted in black. The interior Interior, uh, though you can't see it obviously, through, there's no visuals here on the radio, right. um, but I use my art degree, this is my art project ongoing, that's how I kind of look at it. So, that's a great way to put it. Um, there was a music store here previously for uh, 15 years, I don't know, a, a long time and friends right. with the people who owned that and ran that, uh, but this place did not look like I thought it needed to look. Okay. So one of the things about coming in here, since we have, uh, we have actually more than one business within this space, um, was that it, it had to look a certain way. So the fact that all the walls are black and we have this uh, wood appearing like floor is not an accident. Uh, everything in here was purposely done by myself, and thankfully the gentleman who owns the other businesses in here uh, trusted my call. He did not off the get. Trust me when I said all black walls and all, and he was like, "No way, no way." And the only the the the, the ceiling is a dark gray. Right. That was the compromise. That was the compromise. He it was like, like, "Can we at least not do the ceiling black?" I was like, "Okay, I'll give you a dark gray." <laughs>
0: So, and, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned the fact that we're in a touristy area of Philadelphia. So we're just off South Street. Okay. Correct. You can walk from Center City here. It's it's reasonable. It's not like you actually have to, you know, plan a, a transportation to get to this area of town. You have really, for the most part, done something that any other record shop or any other music store doesn't do. Since the days of, we'll say, Tower Records or Virgin or what have you, bankrupt, you made this a destination point.
2: Absolutely, we are definitely. There are people. uh, There's a gentleman. I don't know if he's still in the store, but he's here from Germany, and he came specifically because we're here, not just to Philadelphia for us, but I mean, him being here was sent here and also affiliated with uh, a band. We we do in-store signings when we can, so we had Watane in the store most recently, and so the gentleman happens to be to whatever degree uh, connected to them, and he said, "I'm from Germany," and they told me I need to be here. So he's here. So we are definitely a destination for a lot of people. So to speak on that,
0: if you are a destination point and you have that reputation
1: internationally
0: at this point,
2: that's a lot of pressure. Uh, I work good under pressure. <laughs> 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 uh, I am definitely sometimes a very last minute uh, person. So, um, recently you uh, need a hard deadline. I, um, I do. And, and it, sometimes that's when I do my best work. I find whether it was with my artwork or like schoolwork right. work previously was, you know, Oh my God, this book is due to tomorrow and I right. read it, you know, <laughs> it's time to cram, you know? So, I, so I, I, like living up to that and we are recently, I've been really thinking about what is our end goal here. Okay. Um, and I'm still kind of, that's a work in progress. Um, but it's definitely, a, we're here, we're a store, we exist and we've been here for uh, about four, going on four years now. So now I'm kind of like, now what? Like it's now not, you're starting to think about the future, right? We need, we need to be more than this. Like we're, right. I could just float like this, you know, at this level, but we need to be more.
0: That's so. interesting that you put it that way too. Cause now you're starting to think about, you know, now that we've done this exercise in our own interests, now you're starting to think about how is this going to be long term. We all have different jobs at one point or another. You're talking about being a, you know, an art teacher. Uh, I know that you work for another company. Uh, this is not your main source of income by any means whatsoever. Uh, that's difficult for people to think about that because this,
2: you don't want this to feel like it's a hobby. No, and the government doesn't want you to feel like it's a hobby either. Of course, I've been informed by, by our tax accountant that uh, if we didn't pro- make some kind of profit, it's considered a hobby and that's not a good thing so right. thankfully uh, as of this year we are not a hobby so we we made the cut <laughs> as adults, where do
0: we separate our interests and our hobbies from what we consider our livelihood, okay? We can go to concerts every single day. I can interview whoever I want. I can talk to whatever artist I want to or go to a festival and cover it, but is it making me money to pay my cell phone bill? You know, can I put the lights on with a paycheck? Sometimes yes, sometimes no, but it's still considered an income. The fact that you are starting to look at it differently, that's a big step. I don't think we ever didn't
2: look at it uh, from that same, from the same view you uh, had the same, same goal absolutely I mean this was we never intended this to be a hobby I mean I absolutely I thought we could make this work there was a, a time period between teaching stop stopping teaching right and starting this that I, I had to really take a hard look at a, an older age in my life and say what do I want to do with the rest of my life kind of a thing right and so between the two of us uh, we agree that this was worth taking a swing at Um as long as I, and I really f- I convinced her as long as I was really putting my heart <laughs> She gets talked in... into it. She's like, oh, I don't know, oh, man. No. This, is this really a smart choice? It is absolutely a partnership. So, I mean, you know, she may be more of the silent partner, but it is definitely, this is not here without her. That is 100% fact. So, people don't see her every day. People may just, you know, think whatever. But it is definitely the both of us doing this. Uh, you know, there are, there are a lot of things that Ann does that um, So, let me ask you don't...
0: a question. Did you ever look at him when you went to start this four years ago and say, you're
1: crazy? No, not at all. You're I thought maybe 100%. we were both crazy, but I absolutely had the confidence that he would pull it off because he always manages to pull it off. And I, I had total, I, I believed him.
0: So it. you were jumped in 100% feet first and said, I have no doubt in my mind I have whatsoever. no
1: doubt, no doubt. I absolutely have major confidence. Because when you have a... There's been times since that I've been like, oh, Jesus, like, what are we doing? Right. But absolutely, before we did it, we talked about it a lot and we I was totally on board. And supportive absolutely had all the confidence in the world.
0: They always say that the easiest way to destroy a relationship <laughs> is money.
2: Is money. Don't okay? go in, don't go into a business with what friends and family they yes. say. Yeah, well, so you you violated all of that. Absolutely. I'm friends with the other guy, you know, we're family. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And there's times when it's like, you want lunch money? What? <laughs> like,
2: you know, but he's coming
0: to you and saying, We need to do this, and the ends aren't meeting in the middle anymore. So so how 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 can you help me? At this point, do you feel do you feel like it's an obligation, or do you feel like it's something that you would do anyway?
1: Um, no, I feel like it's part. I mean, I'm a partner, so I have to. If I want it to succeed, I have to be all in. You're so. fully
0: invested. Yeah. It's nice to see, and I'm going to say this: it's nice to see a couple, people, a group. So, uh, so, you you know you would be together even if it wasn't here. You would still go to shows together. You would still uh, you would still Absolutely. be together all the time. So this is kind of a natural step up. Almost. But
2: very risk, Huge risk. But uh and every day I mean it's just it's still a risk. But that's what I said, like we spent that period of time in between really trying to figure out what did I want to do with my career. And this is what we came to terms with that we both felt that this could work. Uh and I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done it if I didn't think I could do it. I felt like choosing a niche market is the way to go to compete with the big stores. Uh and I like I said we are fans first and foremost of the music. So my heart isn't and there's is a there's a huge difference I feel so like you know I want to succeed more than anybody so you know and, and I was just
0: actually going to go there I was going to circle back to the thing that you said when we first started this was that you were a fan first and foremost and that's how I look at myself too I look I'm in the industry I've been in the industry for a long time I've worked for you know major corporate radio but I'm still a music fan I still want to go to the shows I st- you and I having a conversation last night about you know I still want to feel the experience I still want to feel the excitement like I was a kid like in grade school saving my allowance money to buy a concert ticket. To go someplace, and that's getting harder and harder to experience all the time. The fact that you have literally made your f- being a fan a business is so alien for our society now, people don't understand that
2: anymore. I just think there's a lot of factors that uh don't let people believe in themselves. Uh, and very I very good point. I'm from Philly, I was born and raised, and I'm gritty, and uh, I got a chip <laughs> on my shoulder most times, it's not always <laughs> a good thing, but it made me stubborn. I'm a Capricorn for whatever that's worth, and so so the worst thing you can do is tell me i can't do something Don't so um, challenge me yeah so you know every day here is definitely a struggle and i i, I like to think i give my all all the time you know to, to make this work and for me the reward uh, and i can't say for every genre of music because this is i only i sell what i sell and the people that come in here that when, when i see an adult male or, or adult female and their eyes light up like it's christmas day and there's presents under the tree and and they're like practically in tears and i'm not making it up and and they're like thank you. Thank you for, like, doing this. I, I-, I feel like, you know... I don't care if I don't sell anything that day, you know, it, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing because that I've changed that person's life, you know, and that's, it may sound whatever, grandiose, well, but people, yeah, people, well, but people, it's real. people oh, would know?
0: say, oh, there's no way, that doesn't really exist, that's kind of a gratuitous description of it, but it's not, I mean, we're looking right now, there's a guy coming in the door with a with a baby and, you know, kids coming
2: in they're ex- exhibiting an experience to their children. The last two, two customers, I was not here yesterday, Friday I was off, um, today is Saturday, on Thursday when I was here, two customers that I both were here specifically buying music with the idea that those records would be in the hands of their children. That was specifically why they were making their purchases. They weren't not buying metal; they were buying metal. But they were thinking about: I want my kid to take this and listen to this at a later date. That—that's that, a heck of a an, a mindset to have.
0: They're you know? they're exchanging a legacy as far as they're concerned.
2: Metal is unique unto itself, right. uh, and I'm proud to be a metalhead, uh, and you know many reasons, but that's that's just one of them. You know that uh, what my big Thing here, and we haven't thankfully mentioned it, or you haven't thankfully said it, uh, is that I get the you know, hey, I hear vinyls making a comeback. My favorite response is, it never left for metalheads. Never left. It never went because uh. we didn't give it up. You right. still get it. Cassettes are making a comeback now. I heard too. Because like, I yeah. guess what tape trading, we were doing that first too. So once again, you're welcome. <laughs> you can go get your you know b- brand X band because right. metalheads never let go of that stuff, and that's that's the difference in this genre. This for, is for metalheads. It was about the full experience. Absolutely, and I still feel like it is. Uh, Uh, and there are always new fans to this genre that's another thing there are certain genres that kind of maybe are geared towards a certain age in people i i I don't agree with that but i mean that may be the feeling and people who get into metal it's a it's a for life thing i like to believe for most of them there's always somebody that are against that it's definitely
0: like you opening the
2: shop it is a commitment you're you're either all in or not at all. Absolutely, and it, it's great to see new young people come in here. And, and I forget because I, I don't, I don't fixate on my age, and so I'll be talking to somebody and then realize, oh my god, this kid's 15. Like he wasn't alive with oh, all this stuff that we're talking about. But for him, you know, him or her. So last question: Would you,
0: looking back now at the time and your history as far as you being a fan first and foremost, you guys doing a labor of love and going? 100% all in, go big or go home, swing for the fence. There's no second place on this one. It's either succeed or don't. Would you recommend this to anybody else to do?
2: Absolutely, I'd recommend it to every single person that wanted to do it, um, no matter what it is, whether it's a metal record store or it's you wanna be an actor in the movies, go for it, go for it, why not? Follow your passion. That's it, I mean, what else is there? If, if your heart's into it, whatever it is, it, it's gonna be the best it can be and that's gonna give you the best experience in life. We don't know how long we have here, here. We don't know what's after here, so enjoy T- the time today you could, got. Today could be the last day. Yeah. So whether it's you know interviewing people or whether it's selling music or. Being in a band, thank you to all those bands out there because I, I tell them all the time because we have lots of music people that come in here because they're fans too. And I tell them all the time, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for doing, doing what you, you do. do because yeah. without them, we don't exist. You know, there's no, there's no record store without people creating the music in the first place. So please chase your dreams. You know, um, there's enough other stuff in life that's going to detour you and make that tough as it is. So do what you want to do. You know, do it now. It's, you know before it's too late if it is too late but it's not you know i don't know i'm rambling i'm sorry perfect thank you very much i appreciate it thank you
1: thank you